0: well 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 you know when you hear that music you know what time it is it is time for it's everything with me your hostess bb Sweetfriar. we are the sunday weekly Segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And it's so great to be with you today. I tell you, August is going by so quickly. We're already halfway through this month. Here we go again, time flying fast. If you've got something to do in your life, get it done today. Because tomorrow's never promised, and you know, time goes by very quickly. So that's why I'm not going to delay any longer than to go on with the show. Now, I do have to tell you, last week I told you that um, my producer, Kenny, was going to be in Vegas, and he's still there. He's still there. Like I said, we might have to do an intervention because we know how that gambling gets you going there. But uh, he will be back with us next week. But we do have a, a secret producer today, so we'll let that stay there. Um, but I do have a great lineup of guests um, for us today, uh, one locally here in San Francisco and one we're going to go all the way to Chi-Town, Chicago to talk to. But first up, um, the, our next guest is actually a multi-award winning promoter party promoter here in San Francisco as well has taken his parties across the country to other locations and he has something great to celebrate because he has five years with his flagship production of a party called I Just Wanna F'n Dance and I don't know why I'm being very sweet and polite on this show by not saying that word but I just love the way it flows when you say "effin," and I'm talking about Lacoia here with LaCoya Hill Entertainment. La you are you on the phone with me?
1: I am, and I guess I should ask. Did I bleep out the F in part of that?
0: <laughs> you you leave the F out of the front of it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what do you mean?
1: I just want to F and dance?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Full word. I, just, I, I, I guess I'm totally lost. I, I'm losing you on that one, but that's okay. It's, it's still early, I guess. <laughs> so how are you doing? Oh, good.
1: I'm good. Having a great morning.
0: Oh, good. Are you excited about your upcoming celebration? Five years. Not a lot of parties can say five years, and particularly a party that has, you know, it used to be a monthly, then it's gone to kind of... Um, uh, quarterly, five times a year, it's gone to Chicago. It's you know, it's been, this has been a five years of a lot of growth and a lot of special things for for the party. So on August twenty seventh, when we hit the five year anniversary, I'm sure there's a lot of things exciting planned.
1: Yeah, there are, and one of the th- is one of those things where I you know, there's gonna be amazing because I'm so excited about it myself. Like I wake up every morning and I'm. Looking at am watching ready for August 27th to get here because we have so much planned that we're not going to tell people because we want to celebrate not just us, but the five years that we've had with our community. So, you know, a huge part of this party has been the support we've gotten from the community. So I planned in pretty much surprises for so many different people just to say thank you for the five years.
0: Mm -hmm. That
1: It's hard for me to hold all that in. So it's going to be amazing.
0: I know. Can I ask you a question? Are you actually on a speakerphone, or do you have the phone to your ear? I'm on a speakerphone. Oh, can you put it to your ear? It'll just come out a little clearer for everybody to make sure that they hear you clearly and succinctly all the information that you're going to give them out today. Do you mind?
1: Okay, let me see if that will work.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't want to lose you. <laughs> it should work pretty easy. You just take it off speaker, right? Okay,
1: it's not working. Oh, okay. my phone. Lately, um okay
0: that's fine. Just go ahead. No, that you're fine I just wanted to you know make sure that we don't miss anything at all there's um, from time to time there's a little bit of static coming on from your end but we'll we'll make do we'll make do now who are the DJs that you have um, slated for the 27th because you always bring in some pretty uh, major talent yeah
1: so for the 27th we have Renato Fis who is a resident of the week in Brazil um, and Alegria.
2: Oh, gosh,
1: yeah. Then we have Adam Turner, who is from London. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing to get there, who traveled all over Europe and finally is making his San Francisco debut. Okay, and then and can I do a drum
0: roll? Can I do a drum roll? <sighs> drum
1: roll. we have uh, Chris Mears, who is the uh, British Olympic diver, who will be coming straight from the Olympics to our dance floor.
0: So wow. He's
1: both metal around his neck.
0: Wow, Chris Mears, Rio 2016 Olympic diver will be, and this his kind of debut in America as a DJ?
2: Yeah, he's um,
1: done a lot in London.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: obviously, he's always busy uh, training for the Olympics, So this will be his one of his first in the U.S., but definitely his first in the U.S. circuit scene. He hasn't done any of the circuit parties here. Um, he's wanted to, and I've been, talking with uh, a person who kind of works with them for the past year about doing it, and finally we just decided that our five-year anniversary was big enough for us to go big or go home. So we're bringing in all these talents from around the world.
0: I see Um, that.
1: It's going to be one amazing night. This is going to be
0: like the Olympics of circuit parties is what it's going to be.
1: It really will. I tell people they should show up at exactly 10 o'clock and don't plan to leave until we shut the doors. This is going to be one night full of... Energy from beginning to end.
0: Well, and one of the things that you started the party out with back in Beatbox, in which um, many people here in the Bay Area know, Beatbox is no longer uh, a venue that's open to for for parties and and whatnot. And um, you know, you started it by having. You know, uh, performances outside of just being a DJ. You've had, you've had, you know, you've had drag queens. You've had other um, performance artists. You've had um, uh, trapeze. I mean, you've had people hanging from ceilings. You've had all this kind of stuff going on this party. So uh, I know you've made some announcements of some of those other things that are going to um, happen. in I mean, I know there's some secret stuff, but what other things have you announced that you can share with with us as far as uh, people? who will be partaking in the festivities?
1: You know, so Miss Malay, who was the very first performer performer for our I Just Want to Fucking Dance theme song, is mm-hmm. she's going to be performing it again. We haven't had her back in a while. And, you know, this five-year anniversary, the main thing I want people to know is that it's going to be kind of a reannouncement of what's going to be going on in the future. We're bringing back the performance, something that we... Stop doing, but, you know, when we did it at the closing party for B-Box, we got such a great reception for Mm -hmm. that performance that we decided to start including it again. So we're going to start including more drag queen performances. Um, You know, I can tell you that even this morning, I put together three surprises that are going to be amazing. So everyone needs to be front and center by 11 o'clock because we're going to have, um, I'll tell you this, we're going to bring in some of the people, dancers, the go-go dancers that people have loved the most over the past five years that you haven't seen in a while, and they're going to be, we're not going to tell you who they are, but you're going to be surprised and amazed at who they are, and it's going to be um, basically bringing back the feel of what made our party what it was. We want to honor that with everybody who helped make it what it
0: is. Because five years is a milestone. It is a milestone on, on in a- anything in life, whether it be job, your birth, whatever. Five years is a milestone. And so it, it is kind of um, uh, you know, it probably is somewhat expected from some of us out there in the community who have been going to the party for those five years to think that, okay, okay we because we know how you are and we know how you, 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 you know, bring out the big guns for big celebrations. And so I think people are going to, they're going to be surprised whatever you do, but they're going to be expecting some of the big stuff, I'm sure. I'm sure. Do you, do you, do you agree? Well, I hope so.
1: Yeah, and I... I That's kind of why we have to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you you have no choice.
1: Yeah, we brought in these surprises when it wasn't a milestone. So don't do something really big for the milestone. People will be disappointed. They'll be like, what?
0: You got, you You cheating us out.
1: I want this to be a celebration for everybody. Uh, I, I never expected five years to get here and, you know, when i realized it was our five-year anniversary i was like oh crap i i I hadn't planned on this Mm -hmm, um you -hmm. know it didn't start out as a hey i'm going to start this and do it for the next five years it kind of started out as a let's do it this month and see where it goes next month and five years later we're still doing it so like i said i want this to be a celebration for everybody and i promise that Anyone who walks through the door is going to find something that's a surprise and a gift to them. For me,
0: now also, not only is this a celebration of five years of existence for this party, which I said has mentioned earlier, is that it has gone uh, various, you know, places beyond um, San Francisco, as well as um, being a host party at other at bigger parties as well, kind of taking over small rooms and whatnot, but. Um, you have actually are moving to a new venue. So this um, celebration of five years is actually going to be in a brand-new venue for the party.
1: Right. So, And that's the other big thing. This venue, this is going to be our first time there. Um, it's going to be one of the first times they've hosted an event like this there. So we want to show people exactly what they're going to fall in love with this venue as well. You and know, it's false. my philosophy.
2: Folsom Foundry.
1: Changed, you only
0: get one chance, so... Yeah, yeah. It's Folsom it's, Foundry? It's, That's the name of it. Folsom
1: yeah. Foundry, mm-hmm. which is half a block from... BC. Right, it's like so, it, you know, exactly. We stayed in the same neighborhood. Um, it has some wonderful features. 25-foot tall ceilings, I believe it is. Uh, these amazing huge screens. And, you know, my production manager has always been JBR, who is world-known for his production, and... Um, He is so excited about getting in there and transforming it. And, you know, one of the great things of working with him is I'm kind of letting him lose on this. I was like, you know what, here you go. Um, Have fun. So not only am I excited about it from the perspective of the dancers and the DJs, he's ready to completely transform this room into an experience that you've never had. So, you know, we don't say that often because we don't like to set our bar high and then have people disappointed. But this time I can tell people, we're going to, you're not going to, there's no way
0: you can imagine what we're going to do with this thing. Well, I kind of smell like this. It might be um, another um, award coming your way. The way this is kind of summing up to be, you know, you've already you've already collected what two Just Circuit awards for your productions and um, in your parties. Um, this this might be one of those let in there. And the one thing that's eluded you, which I have not, why you have not gotten a ninety award, I don't understand. But we're going to have to work on that for next year, aren't we? <laughs>
1: Well, I'm I'm open for it and to be honest, I don't do it for the awards. Uh, they are great. You know, I was telling someone a couple of weeks ago that I didn't even realize that I was multi award winning until you put it in an article a few months ago and I was like, Oh my gosh, I, I did win more than <laughs> <awards." laughs> thought about it. Yeah, right. I, don't know why. I mean it's great to hear it and it's great to receive those, but I do it because Honestly, I feel like San Francisco, whenever I do something, I do it because I feel like San Francisco needs it. Yeah, Something from my community is in a reflection of what I've been inspired to do, and, you know, I, we'll see where the words come from, but first, I just want to make sure that everybody that walks through is
0: happy. Well, I think what's kind of interesting about going to the new venue at this point uh, in a uh, party's history, you know, five years, is that many times we, we have to, Invent something to keep the excitement going, not only for those who are producing it, but for for real for the people who are attending it. There's, you know, there's, and, and that's something that your parties always do, even though they are they are the same party. There's always something interesting and fresh for you to go to, but having a new venue to call home. Um, just kind of adds to that, and it makes it even—it's like a new party. You know how we all are. It's like you go to a new location. It's a new thing, and that's just kind of a a great timing. I mean, I know it's not planned that way, but it's kind of great timing as you go into the next five years of this party. Now, you are going to be doing, again, kind of a a uh, five-party limitation on this um, as we go forward uh, through the rest of this year and then going into 2017.
1: Right. So next year, we're probably going to keep it at five. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we thought about going up, and one of the things that we just learned over the five years when we were doing it every month, it was still a great party, but for us, it's kind of hard to give all your creativity when you sometimes right. only have two weeks to come up with something new. So, right. you know, we we have at least a month and a half between most of our events, so we have a lot of time to plan. And people that know me know that my my plans are all creativity, so I like to sit down and come up with an idea and think as wild as you can, and you know, I try to lim- not limit my staff. Right. So when I tell them to come up with ideas,
0: I... let them run with it, you do.
1: They have. But, you know, if they can come up with something, I tell them the only thing I ask is that you amaze me. If I'm amazed, then I know everyone else is going to be amazed. I'm our toughest critic, and, you know, the fact that I'm this excited about this event should let people know that it really is going to be a lot of fun. I'm I've brought in everything that i wanted um, to give to San Francisco for this event, and I expect that I'm going to be all smiles all night. <laughs> okay. That energy going to carry through. I, I can't stop smiling. Well, we're going gonna... to—
0: know. We're going to hold you to that. Now, it is on August 27th, and we're going to take a, um, a quick break, and when we come back, um, we'll make sure everybody has the details of the location, and then we'll talk about something new that you've got on your docket. We're with LaCoya Hill. We'll be right back after this.
1: Thanks.
0: Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm
2: ready for our family.
4: G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community.
0: Okay, okay, and we're back. Thank you so much out there for staying with us on it's everything our program today. And if you just joined us, we we're speaking with uh, you know phenomenal and prominently known promoter, party promoter here in San Francisco, LaCoya Hill with LaCoya Hill Entertainment, and uh, we were talking about his upcoming five-year anniversary of um, his his flagship production. Um, which is um, I just want to fucking dance, and it will be on August 27th. It yeah. is at the new location for the party at the Folsom Foundry, which is located between 10th and 11th Street on Folsom at 1425. It is a larger venue, I I, I think if if I'm not mis uh, speaking, and um, I think everyone who is uh, accustomed to going to the party will definitely be pleasantly surprised. Would you not agree, Lakoya?
1: Oh, they definitely will be. It's, it's slightly larger and makes visually is just amazing. So it's going to be awesome to get in there and show you guys what we can do with it.
0: Oh yeah, I, I I totally agree with that. Um, so um, you will be also the on the cover of the um August the what is it the August the twelfth? No, not the August the twelfth. August the nineteenth um, magazine for for, I don't know why I said the 12, of um, Gloss Magazine, so there will be some information inside that particular issue um, the week before, so people can pick up locally, can pick up that magazine and read more to make sure you got all your dates right and all your things. there would be pictures from over the past years, I'm sure, um, in there as well, so congratulations on being a, a, on the cover of that. Thank you. That
1: Thank comes you. out August
0: 19th. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you've got a new party coming up, which is you know, something that you started, but now it's found a, a new home and a new vibe, and that's your kingdom party um, yes, that's right. coming for uh, coming back again. You know, it makes periodic uh, appearances, but it's going to be on the holiday weekends, the first one being on September 4th, the Labor Day Sunday.
1: Yes, McCoy's Formation Kingdom will <laughs> be the Labor Day weekend Sunday, T-Dance.
0: And that will be at?
1: City nights at uh, seven fifteen Harrison Street. So it's
0: and that's walk. huge.
1: The you know, party there, and we're excited. It's an amazing space. Oh my god, that's have-
0: huge. Hello.
1: Yeah. it's okay. Gorgeous. Thank you.
0: About it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a real big space, and for a tea dance, and that's the thing that I think is going to be kind of interesting is because it is a, it's going to be huge every time you have it just because of the spacing, and um, you know I know you've got. Uh, a lot of things uh, planned for that. that is it's opening because you've got upstairs, you've got downstairs, you've got two rooms, two big rooms on there. What are some things that you've already shared with us um, you know, on your social media and the announcements that you can share with us again here on, on the radio?
1: So it's going to be great. One of the things we wanted to do is to come up with a theme that kind of fits in with the Labor Day, you know, U.S. thing. So we went with Formation, um, which is more of a Beyonce thing, but it gave us the energy to kind of pick how we want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are bringing in um, some amazing DJs. We have Tommy Love, who's coming from Brazil, who is one of my favorite DJs. He has the really great high energy. and He's a great remixer, my, too. <laughs> yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. And so... What I can announce here, because we haven't announced it yet, is that he's actually doing a special mix of Beyonce's Formation just for this event as a theme song. Wow. We have an amazing surprise um, for how we're going to introduce that. So when Time Love goes on at 9 o'clock, everyone should be front and center and ready because we're going to have a great surprise, Um, and also something we announced on Sunday because I was excited to hold it. I should have, but uh, we have Zoe Bodwe coming in to perform. Zoe Bodwe is coming in, and she is so excited. She hasn't been in San Francisco in a while. She is a long while. Favorite,
0: I think it's favorite. been over. It's been five or six years since she's been here, and um, yeah. loves Zoe. always from um, Australia, and um, uh, and has you know a wonderful song, which we're gonna play before we go off the air with you. Um, before we go into our next commercial, but um, she's a, a big, a big dance circuit uh, singer um, out there, so that's going to be exciting to have her back. And she'll be just coming um, off of Southern Decadence when she gets here, so that's going to be amazing for her as well.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. It's one of those things in my career personally that to have the opportunity to work with an artist that I've always been excited about hearing, and you know, I've seen her. I saw her the last time she was in San Francisco. I've seen her a couple of times. It's, it's, for me, I again, my events I always want to be excited about, and I'm so excited about being able to see her on my stage and um, being able to give that as a gift to San Francisco again. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really have much planned for Labor Day around San Francisco, and then once we started with this event, I said we had to go all out. So there's a lot going on that's going to be great. Uh, one of Russ Rich, who is one of my favorite T-dance DJs, and just a wonderful DJ all around, is going to open up the night and get the energy going. And I am so excited about that because I love working with Russ as well. He's one of those people that when he gets to the dance floor, he just makes you want to dance. He makes you want to get out there and release all of your energy. So yeah. it's going to be a great night.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a, a wonderful experience for everyone. And uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, we're going to have Zoe Bodwe on one of our programs um, before uh, the actual Sunday the 4th. It will air the weekend before that. So you'll get to hear from her directly as she prepares to come to Southern Decadence on the 3rd of September and then, of course, here in San Francisco on the 4th. But we don't stop with you there because on Friday, leading off Labor Day weekend, you have another uh, event that's going on. You are just going busy. Be at the end of it. Those are going to be the busiest two weeks of your life. Um yep. You have a new party, not a new party, but a, a, you're at a new venue again because you haven't had it there before. Isla Koya Circus is going to be at Oasis on that Friday. as a late night after hours party.
1: Yes, I'm excited again. Uh, it's great to new venues give you a reason to try new things. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be at
0: Oasis. Uh, Which is day. actually, but think about it. It kind of, with that stage, it kind of looks like a circus, you know, when it has the lights over, it kind of looks like you're getting ready to go into, you know, that, if you had bars there, it would look like a lion's cage, you know what I mean? It would just like, it looked, it's, it's so, so right, it's so perfect.
1: So we're excited, um, you know, Oasis is owned by the amazing Heklina, and, you know, she and I have tried to work something before, but we... Could never get our schedules aligned with this. Just happened to work out perfectly, so I'm excited to go there. It's again right near where we were at Beatbox last time. Um, we I'm this time bringing in JVR for our lights production, which we normally haven't done because it's been an after hour. So we we're we're gonna give you a lot to do for Labor Day weekend. Um,
2: yeah. For
1: this one, we have Felipe Lira. We have another DJ coming from Brazil. Um, who is also really fun. And this party is a little bit different. It's really dark. It's really sexy. It's, it's all about people coming in and just being as creative with themselves as they want to be, you know.
0: Yeah. We have,
1: all, we have a, our own resident bearded lady, um, our fire thrower who's there, uh, our dancers, the DJs. It's going to be a great show, but it really is a, from 3 a.m. to 9 a.m., a time for people just to... Have
0: fun. Right. And people will remember, if you did go to the actual closing party, because it was really the closing party of of, um, Beatbox, was um, LaCoya Circus and DJs from um, uh, the U.K., Uh, Definitely brought it, and it was a a wonderful experience, and it went on and on and on. That I think we had to actually kick people out of that party. But um, it was really good, and you're going to definitely keep that type of energy going as it um, uh, presents itself at Oasis on September the 2nd. So I'm going to run it down real quickly. We've got the five-year anniversary of I Just Want to Fucking Dance on August 27th. We have Laquoia Circus after-hours party on Friday, late night. So it is is technically September the 3rd, but it will be uh, what 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. Um, uh, late Friday night into Saturday morning. And then on August, September the 4th, you then um, bring to us a Formation Kingdom party um, featuring wonderful DJs and, of course, the wonderful Zoe Bodwey. And I think this is a good time for us to kind of play Miss Bodwe as we lead into our commercial and say goodbye to Locoya. I thank you so much for being with us. Um, People can look up your events all on um, LocoyaHill.com, and they can find yeah, you can find everything you want there um, with with events that are coming up and get on mailing lists and stuff like that. um, Because it is, he is an active. Uh, party producers so there's always going to be something new on the site so i want to thank you uh coming up right now we're going to have a remix 2016 remix version of uh, zoe Bodwe's um hit that we all love 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 called release me Well, hello. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with uh, party promoter LaCoya Hill, award-winning. I have to make sure I, I say that because it is very important in the game out there in the world. And you, of course, are on It's Everything with me, B.B. Sweetbriar. And we are this weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Miao Show. And like I said before, we have a fun-filled, informational field a uh, day um, because my next guest joins me. has actually been on the show a couple of times before. I've, I talk to him all, a lot because he is an author of a fantastic uh, book series uh, that is just amazing and soon, hopefully, very soon, that's a part of a song, soon, oh, very soon, um, will be a television series for all of us to enjoy watching. And I'm talking about Jake Biondi, who is the Author of Boys Town, and he just released about two months, or it was about six weeks ago, I think. And Jake will clear clear that up for me. Uh, series number five in uh, in his book series. And um, how are you, Jake?
5: I'm great. How are you? Great I'm to be back. fine.
0: It's, it hasn't been. It's been a little bit because you've been a busy boy um, <laughs> trying to get this um, book series into a TV. Show and so, um, but I was actually somewhat surprised that you did come up with this one, um, fairly, uh, you know, reasonably timed. I guess your your, your biggest hurdles have been kind of uh, jumped over for the series uh, production, um, and so you kind of got back on track at between four and five, I guess, right? Is that what's going on?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> been coming out every six months or so, depending on how quickly I'm writing. So, uh-huh. you'll write the last one, um, the the fifth book came out at the uh, beginning of June.
0: Yeah, right at Pride Month, which awesome. is always good. Which is always yeah. good, you know. That's why we timed it that way. Yeah, and and you always have a thing with the date. You remember we had this conversation before? <laughs> yes, yes. You you, yeah. you have you're a numbers guy, and and what was the date of it actually coming out this time?
5: So this one was six one one
0: six. Six one. One six, he's oh, he's got these numbers, guys. I love, I love how you do that because this, like, yeah, you know, it kind of works out really kind of cool. So, we might be seeing right, something just
5: that it was 11, 13, 15.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right. So, <laughs> um, so this is kind of cool. And you know, everyone uh, is always on the edge of their seat with the cliffhangers that you have at the end of each book. And um, and then you kind of clear it all up for everyone at the beginning of the next one. So, what has been some of the response? Yeah, then shake it up again. Um, <laughs> What's been the response as far as how you kind of concluded uh, series four's um, cliffhanger at the beginning of series five?
5: Um, I think people were a little bit surprised because um, I killed off. I'll say, without spoiling anything, I'll say I killed off at least two pretty big characters.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
5: and so I think people got caught a little bit off guard by that maybe in a good way because uh-huh. um, when you think about TV shows you usually if there's a cliffhanger or something it's rare that a main person actually dies. Right. So, um,
0: so you kind of always, so it's really not a cliffhanger because you kind of know, oh, they're not going to get rid of them, you know.
5: Well, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so with the book, it's easier because there's no physical actor attached to the character yet, so I can do what I want with them. So, <laughs> um, I think people were really pleased. And then, of course, by the time they got to the end of book five, they were, you know, equally angry with me as they always are because there's even more bigger cliffhangers at the end of five.
0: Well, you know, that's a good question. I mean, you bring up a good point because you have been diligently over the last couple of years been really working towards getting uh, the book series into a TV show, a TV format, which, of course, has been really um, your readerships. uh, They've been driving that they want to see this definitely with, with real people. And, and whatnot. So with that being said, and, and kind of piggybacking on what you, you brought up as far as cling, killing off main characters, uh, how is that in your writing, you know, your thought, because you've already finished the first series as far as your screen, um, your screenplay, uh, sc- you've already written that. Right. Um, right. W- w- going forward, how is that going to play out, and you think, in the series? I mean, um, because you you know, you may be going through a lot of, this might be only a one contract deal for some of these big actors. I know, I
5: know, know. Well, I will say this, like, um, first of all, there's, uh, you know, I can say that there's really good news on that front because we're really moving forward now, you know, pretty quickly with the show. Great. great. Um, I'm teamed up with uh, Gabe Fiscali and Western, Western Mueller, who are producers at Legal Alien Film Productions. And Mm -hmm. they, um, uh, we are getting closer to filming the pilot, so I'm very excited about that, which means casting and things like that. Um, so to answer your question, I think that um, the show is probably best described as being sort of based off the books, and so if for some reason uh, we have you know, an, an actor or something playing one of the characters I killed in season five in the books, maybe they'll have to live in the TV series.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it, yeah, so will the books... Continue? Will you continue to write these um, these stories um, w- while the series is going, or will or are will, will we going to be seeing the end of these novels?
5: No, no, no. I think the books will continue, just like uh, like Hardy you know,
0: Boys and all those. What they were yeah, still exactly okay. okay, okay, right? And
5: I think that they'll continue to serve as sort of the outline and the inspiration for the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm actually working on book six now. Hopefully that'll be out around Thanksgiving time. And, uh... Um, okay, what's that date? I, I haven't picked a date
0: yet. I okay, to we, gotta, we gotta start looking at those numbers, guy. We gotta start <laughs> uh, like- looking
5: at the numbers. <laughs> I know. I also don't want to, like, pigeonhole myself into a date I can't
0: actually
5: <laughs> set the deadline up. So maybe we'll shoot for December. We'll see. But in any event, um... It's, uh... You know, like I, like I said, we'll see... If we have to alter things when we translate from the books to the series, then we will. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a couple of things I even changed in um, book, when I translated book one into season one of the show, just because I wanted even more things Chicago-based. And there were a few things in the books that happened in other places, so I moved them back to Chicago uh, in the hope that we'll be doing some of the filming of the series here.
0: Oh, great. Now, one thing that I know that you, um, you know, the books are very known for is definitely the pictorial of the cover. The cover's just got all these gorgeous guys and, Nice right, just scenery. And they're all just redone, too. Yeah, you, well, you've got a new photographer that you're working with, am I not Right, mistaken? James
5: Franklin, who is the best. He's based out of L.A., mm-hmm. and so um, he was a fan of the series, and we started talking, and he thought that he could bring the brand up to, like, the next level, and I said, go for it, and so um, he did. I mean, I think the covers look even more fantastic, and they're more vibrant and and crisp and clean and um, I think he's done a lot to contribute to Boys Town in general mm-hmm. and I think the, the response from the fans and readers of the new covers has been really positive so That's thumbs great. up to James on that one
0: now I do I do know you take a lot of um, you make a lot of effort to be as inclusive as you can. Um, in in mm-hmm. your book with your characters, as far as um, you know, definitely ethnically representat- representation, um, and you know you have straight people. By you've got you got you've got a lot of stuff in there going on. But one thing I wanted to to, to just kind of throw out there is because you know looking at the cover, you do kind of paint the picture of these fabulously looking guys. I mean, they're so perfect. Oh, yeah. uh, have you have you had any feedback from people who may not meet that image? Um, about seeing themselves in the, in the book?
5: Um, I haven't really had a feedback like that. I mean, mm-hmm. people mostly know that the show is a big soap opera. It's fantasy in lots of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the, you know, the covers are designed to obviously have readers pick them up off the shelves. Mm-hmm. I think that in, in terms of casting the show there'll be even more diversity than you, than you see on the covers. Right. Um, and also in season six, we'll have our first uh, transgender character as well. So Wow. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been interesting. So, yeah.
0: Um, been well, kudos to you for that.
5: Of, yeah. I've been speaking actually with a lot of members of the transgender community um, just in terms of getting... I, I, put it this way, I don't want to get it wrong. Right, so, exactly,
0: because um, we will tell so you. I, okay. <laughs> right, exactly.
5: So I'm just, I, I have been really enjoying meeting a lot of people and talking to them and interviewing them and getting their feedback and input and in their ideas mm-hmm. to incorporate this new character and make him realistic and something that people can connect to. So I think that'll be a nice uh, thing for the sixth one also.
0: Oh, that is awesome. And that's what I think is so kind of interesting for you is because you do try and keep up with the time, to What's going on not only in Chicago specifically, but on an international and definitely a national um, arena to the gay and um, in trans communities, and what's what the hot topics are, and you incorporate those in your stories,
5: right? Try to exactly, and you know people know the books as constant twists and turns, mm-hmm. and so one way to keep those twists and turns coming is to also just also sort of keep up with contemporary issues. So, and, and every um, six months you know, kind of allows you. The extreme.
0: Yeah, and every six months kind of allows you to be on top of it too. It's not like you know we've got to wait two years or three years, or if you're like you know um, with 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 the lady who does uh, um, Harry Potter, you oh, know, Harry Potter, you, exactly. you know, they're they're grown up by the time the next book comes out, and um, you know we don't have to wait that long. So you are definitely on the cutting edge of what's going on out there. So that's really, really, really good. Well, I think yeah, we're gonna. Thanks. We're going to take a quick little break, and when we come back, I do want to delve more into, if you don't mind, about what's going on with this becoming a series, as much as you can um, put out there, okay? Sure, absolutely. Okay. We're talking to Jake Biondi with Boys Town Series 5. We'll be right back.
2: Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this.
4: G-R-E-C-A-R-E.com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community.
3: This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say, I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones, too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW.
0: And we're back. We are winding down to our final segment here today on It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar, and we had a wonderful first half of the show with Laquoia Hill, and we have picked up with our second half, speaking with a great author. He's actually a playwright as well as a screenwriter. Uh, Jake Biondi, and he is a, well known for his book Boys Town, his book series, uh, which actually takes place in this in Chicago. Of course, we all are aware Boys Town in Chicago. I was just there, what in May, spent some time there in Boys Town and got my feel, so to speak. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really because it's been a while since I've been to Chicago, and I was really kind of amazed at how things. And I think we spoke about this before how things have evolved, like. All the communities, all the gay communities mm. across this country oh, yeah. have done, and you know, become um, a little bit more integrated with um, uh, non gay people in them. And Chicago's no different than that. And you incorporate that again, getting back, you incorporate that in your stories. It is a good representation of how living in Chicago's Boys Town or working in Boys Town is at the time.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the whole neighborhood's gotten. Very diverse over the last five years or more, and continues mm-hmm. to be. And like you said, more families, and you know, mix of everybody with every sexual orientation and race and everything. So,
0: mm-hmm.
5: to be to be on, honestly, you know, depicted, I had to do that in the books too. So, well, that works out well.
0: Yeah, that's 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 what I think is kind of. I think that's why people who are not even. Um, from Chicago kind of get into it because it kind of gives them that things like I can't really afford to go from, you know, because you have people from all over the world reading these. I can't really afford to go but I'm really getting a true feel of what it's like by reading these
5: books. Yeah, I mean, I I always say that Chicago is one of the main characters of the books.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to uh, look at it. I highlight it it
5: every way I can. Yeah, you know, and, and bring it to life as much as possible and use landmarks as much as possible and like I said, hopefully filming um, some of the serious scenes here would be helpful, too.
0: Now, with um, uh, James Franklin, James Franklin, right, the photographer, but, mm-hmm. um, being in Los Angeles, and I do know a lot of the models that you utilize, not all of them, but I know some of them are from the L.A. area. probably makes it a lot. He's probably worked with many of them before. Um, right. You know, in this in photography. Um, so um, when we were talking the last time I visited with you, because every people who follow you on Facebook know that you kind of come across actors or models and you will post their pictures in, on your, your Facebook page and ask what character would you like think this guy would play how does the, right. how, what kind of what kind of you do that regularly it's like you, you got to be running out of guys to put
5: <laughs> Well, like, I, I do repeat in all honesty i repeat <laughs> some of the ones that i think would be my favorites i you know repeat them more often but um i also you know i just like to see what people's reactions are and the producers you know are are tuned into the page as well. And so they think that they're looking to see what kinds of actors get more response or what kind of response they get on the page. So, you know, we, we can use it to sort of test out different looks and, and actors and things like that.
0: Now, have you actually heard back from any of the people that you've actually posted and kind of like, Hey, uh, I
5: have actually Great. some of the ones, that, some of the ones that are, um, like on the daytime soaps and things Mm -hmm, like that. mm -hmm. Um, I've been in touch with them and they have read the series and they've expressed some interest in perhaps um, joining the, the team once the casting begins. So... Yeah, you never. I mean, it's just funny with Facebook and social media, you can be contacted by people that you never thought would be reaching out to you.
0: Isn't it? That is that is that is I can I can vouch for that for sure firsthand is how, how that works for you. But now getting to the because you're you you've been talking a lot about production, you've been talking about when casting starts. This is as close as I've ever heard you speak about that. And so what what are you talking about? Are, are I mean, are you really close? And what? Is there a time frame? Don't you don't have to be specific, but right. I mean, are well, you? I,
5: can, I mean, I'll say what I, I'll. I'll say share what I can. Give me say. the PR version, uh, <laughs> right, right. I mean, Gabe, Gabe and Weston have been fantastic from the beginning, and they are obviously producers based in LA, but they are Chicago fans and they are from here, or at least lived here for a while, so they know the series and they like the series and they know the city of Chicago as well. And their production company, Legal Alien. Um, has a bunch of film projects are all coming to fruition and and being released soon, mm-hmm. um, so there'll be you know more recognizable names very soon. And so um, I think I could be wrong, but I think Boys Town will be the first TV series that they're working on. And so I think at this stage of the game, they've really done a fantastic job of getting together all the materials. We did a, a Bible for the book. We've done the scripts for the book. Um, getting together some uh, people that are in Hollywood that are interested in it. Um, they're in the phase of now uh, beginning to gather investors and financing for it. And um, then I think once that is locked into place soon, then they'll be going to um, start shooting. So yeah. you know whether they do it the pilot or the whole series or first season at once, um, that's going to obviously be up to them. They're taking the lead on that. Um, but I, you know, they're very excited about it. We're excited about it. We I think we have a great, um, uh, you know, just because of the diverse audience of the books already. It's almost like the show has a, would have a built-in viewing audience, um, and I think that helps. And so we are just um, keeping our fingers crossed and going forward step by step every day. I'm pretty optimistic about uh, landing it on a network soon.
0: Great. Well, I think you need yeah. to write. Um, I think you need to write in on one of your series that um, you, one of your main couples takes a vacation to San Francisco. And okay. when they get here, one of the guys falls in love with somebody here. And, and ultimately, as a cliffhanger... He'll end up staying here so you break up the couple so the one moves back goes back to Chicago and the other one stays here to pursue his new relationship and you know why you do that is because then it opens yeah, spin off there you go we we yes. now have a spinoff opportunity because this is gonna be the real housewives version <laughs> I know <exactly. laughs>
5: and it's funny that you say that because we've actually talked about a couple spin-off options yeah um, so you' have gotta have the truth. And and the whole Ciancio family in the in the book comes from San Francisco, so that would be a logical first place to start.
0: I'm just saying, I'm just kind of putting my little three cents out there, cause you know how I am. <laughs>
5: no, I mean, I, I, first of all, I'm always open to ideas anyway, and second of all, I think mean, I think it's a logical. Thing with a series like this that you, with all the different neighborhoods and different cities right. that you could easily have spinoffs.
0: No, I know. Um, yeah. You, right. No, there's it, 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 so many. I'd, there's so many. New York, Atlanta. There's so many. There's just so many yeah. great... You know, uh, so-called gay neighborhoods that we are so known for. It you know, we, we it, it would yep. just be wonderful. Now, one thing that I know that you most of your your books. I mean, you do you can get them in kind of a not like a hard copy, but you can get them. Um, paperback. Paperback. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but I'm sure most of the majority of the things that are purchased are, you know, digital type of uh, formats for you. Right. But right. I, I think we missed out on – we as an, an audience would love to see you on a book tour – uh, and you know a, a big one when you bring a and you bring some of your cover models with you. I think that's just kind of a wonderful thing. And then James well, is there to I, take I, pictures I, with us all, and I think it'd be just a yeah. wonderful little tour. I
5: think it's a great idea, and I will say that it has. Um It's on the table once we get everything in line with the show Mm -hmm. um, because I think that will be be part of promoting the show, too.
0: Well, that would be great, and I know we would be um, uh, welcoming for (laughs) you. Oh, I know you guys, of course. You'll be like my band leader. For you and your (laughs) boys to come in and see us. Well, you know, one thing that I always, you know, um, for me, when something on a project that I've worked on for so long, you know, gets closer and closer to fruition and then ultimately happens, that it's almost like I almost get ready to move on to starting another major Thing, you know another writing project for you maybe or another series mm-hmm. something what 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 can you see yourself once the series gets going and gets you know and I know you'll have a team of writers so you may have written the first se- season but there'll probably be a team of writers that will help take on you know from your advice where it will go where are you going to spend all your energies
5: um, you know what? It's hard to predict because I want to be as connected to the show if it takes off, um, mm-hmm. as I can be. Um, and if that means moving back and forth between the two cities, I'll do that. Um, but I just, so I don't know. I have mm-hmm. in mind already, like another series that I would like to begin writing. At, that mm-hmm. could also be a TV show that would be sort of a spinoff of Boys Town, but not in the way I think that not in a traditional way. Mm-hmm. Um, more of like a 30-something kind of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would,
0: that would mean more know, co- comedic type or more funny? Yeah, you okay. know,
5: a little bit more, yeah, a little bit less uh, serialized,
0: mm-hmm.
5: um, you know, but maybe taking place at some of the venues that I've created for this Boys Town series. So I'm trying, toying with some different things, but I don't like to get too far ahead of myself because I know that things can easily, um, you know, today they're in and tomorrow they're out kind of mm-hmm. thing, like they always say on Project One Way. <laughs> so um, so I, I'll stick to focusing on this at the moment, and then we'll see how things go after that.
0: Have you Jake been approached by anyone from um, the... Um, like education or seminar system um, about speaking about, you know, because your story has always been interesting to me as how this has all happened for you, you know, with starting the book and then how, you know, the readers kind of drove it into a direction I don't think that you initially saw it going which is you know have 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 you done any speaking to you know uh, aspiring writers or current writers or even people who may be going to uh institute (laughs) classes for tv production and all that because so many of us you know have dreams but don't know that they can be realized in such a way as yours has happened and um right i don't know if you've done anything like that
5: i have not actually it would be interesting um and maybe people are waiting to see how this all turns out first (laughs) to see if it's like do we really want him coming over or maybe we don't we'll see
0: well Um, i i think it would be i I mean
5: i'd be up for it for sure
0: well and how much you've learned i remember you know through our series of discussions you know how much you've learned about how the production side of turning you know doing this tv thing works and um, you know, and sometimes learning from a layman's terms as opposed to reading how it's supposed to happen, but getting it directly from someone, I've gone through this process, and it is, you know, a lot different than what maybe um, TV series production 101 might say. Um, you know, these are some of the roadblocks you run into, or these are the things you need to consider, and all those things, because you've been going in with open eyes and absorbing all this, so. Right.
5: I mean, this has been like a complete uh, learning experience, obviously. And every every day I'm learning something new, particularly about the TV stuff, because yeah. I've never done it before. Um, so, yeah, I mean, once things sort of settled down and the story has <laughs> yeah. happened, telling the story would be great because it's, like you said, completely unpredictable. It's not what I intended at the beginning. <clears throat> it's all been very happy surprises. Um
0: the Cinderella story a Cinderella story, Cinderella too, so. it's a Cinderella yeah, story of a boy's town the book <laughs> series which by the way everybody you can pick up your copy on jakebiondi.com, as well as Amazon and uh, what uh, what other places iTunes. you want iTunes, uh, you, iTunes yeah. Kindle
5: nook it's uh, it's everywhere audiobook it's
0: everywhere Um, So definitely go and check this. This It's a wonderful, wonderful book series. And um, if you haven't read one, please pick him up. And he's always got great deals on how to pick up some of the old ones so you can catch up um, and and do all that kind of good stuff. Well, Jake, I want to thank you for being on the show as always. Um, For you out there as well, um, a version of this interview will be in the August 19th edition of the Gloss Magazine in San Francisco and on online at www.glossmagazine.net. But I'd like to say, okay, (laughs) but I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in here on It's Everything. Bye-bye now.